Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the IA Cast. All right, with me this week we have Aaliyah Dudley. Hello. Jason Earls. Hello, everyone. And Leslie Dixon. Hello. Our usual group is back. and uh, Yeah, but we, I think we're going a little stir-crazy, you know? We're, yeah. I'm going to be shut in our houses, so... Uh. You know, the first thing we want to start out with is, guys, please stay safe. Please stay home. Stay, you know, socially distant from anybody that you do not know. Wash your hands, you dirty people. Right, that too. <laughs> and it's interesting no. because I went to Walgreens... And they actually have lines on the ground to uh, show social distancing. It was a very interesting. What are y'all's thoughts on that? I feel like that might be a little hard to deal with if you can't see those lines. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, here's my thing about going to the store anyway, is that I, I did not used to have to go to the store. I could order my groceries or whatever I needed through the apps and have it delivered. And now I not only have to go to the store, I have to go with somebody that I stay in close contact with so that can help me shop. So it's actually forced me to go in the opposite direction. So I can't use the apps? Because every time you go in and, and put in what you want, when it gets to your cart, it says uh, it's no longer in stock. So unless you went through and tried to order everything and hopefully something was in stock by the time you bought it and hopefully... By the time they process the order, that stuff was still there. Uh, it's just a lot easier to go to the store and pick through what's left and hope that you can find something you need. Well, I had a friend who um, he was using uh, Amazon Fresh, and uh, this was actually a, a little bit ago. He had ordered some uh, groceries and um, they told him that his delivery was supposed to be there. He had ordered it at like 1.30 in the morning, and uh, they told him that his delivery was supposed to be there uh, at like 3.30 or something like that the next day, and it was like 5 or 6 something the next day, and they they told him that they didn't know when his food was going to be there, and um, they, for whatever reason, I don't remember why now, they weren't able to refund his... Uh, his order, and I don't know if he ever got that resolved or not, but I mm. mean, this is hitting all kinds of places hard. If people yeah. would just stop buying 20 of everything, we'd be okay. Wait, did I say mm -hmm. that? Right. <sighs> Think rationally, folks. Think about other people. Uh, make sure you uh, think about other families and people. The food will still be there. Our infrastructure is not breaking down. Um, you know, we do need to stay safe, stay away from others, but we don't need to panic. We just need to be responsible. Two weeks, guys. Two weeks of supplies at a time. That's mm -hmm. really all you need. Because by that point, you really ought to get your butt outside your house and breathe some fresh air anyway. Um, right. <laughs> if you can. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's... Or two weeks, even if you're ordering in, if you can't get out of your house, two weeks is really... You know, it's the recommended amount, two to three weeks of supplies. Mm -hmm. That's it. But, you know, this this podcast is to talk about technology, but we just 
with everything going on, we had to talk about this a little bit. Um, you know, a lot of podcasts and videos are being removed because of even mentioning what's going on out there. And so we're not going to be part of oh, that. Wow. We don't want to be removed. So uh, we're going to go ahead and move on. But we do hope for the best for everybody and that everybody stays healthy out there. So, so it's been quite some time since we've had an episode of this show. And Samsung has brought out a new uh set of phones they you know they didn't we don't have mobile world congress we don't have all those big venues this year and samsung has brought out their new phones the s20 lineup and i've seen that one of their at least one of their phones maybe all of them have this 100 and something megapixel camera it's huge what are y'all's thoughts on this you know we've talked about that is the size of the largest medium format digital camera. That's a lot of pixels. It's a whole lot of pixels and way, way more than most people, you know, unless you're going to be uh, putting your pictures up on a billboard, way more than most people need. You did it for bragging rights. We're bigger. Like. Yeah. A lot of phones do, but the main reason why they did this is it scales down to 12 megapixel, but what the reason why they have such a big aperture and the big pixel megapixel size is because of the fact that they don't have the software that Google and Apple have to uh, uh, process the images they get at 12 megapixel to make them look good. And so they put the bigger sensors in these phones so that their their pictures can look just as good as Apple or Google, which kind of seems like, well, we can't match up with software, so let's just make it bigger. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it almost seems door. like the opposite of... Yeah. It's like it's like the opposite of Google's um, MO. You know, we can do all these great things with software, 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 software. And Samsung's like, well, we can do all these great things with hardware, 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 hardware. So... <laughs> <laughs> but now, once you, you start getting that much clarity on a photo, it starts looking like it's been manipulated. It starts looking more fake than real. Uh, it, it it affects the colors. It, it does a lot of different things to that photo that end up making it less appealing. Mm -hmm. I just think that it's, it's, it's a neat phone. There's some great features. They have 5G in there, obviously, but who can use it yet? And, you know, they have an amazing battery and a nice screen. Their hardware is top of the line. It looks great, but, of course, accessibility is <laughs> not the high priority there. Well, I find it interesting because, you know, they, they, they're, they're sort of pulling an Apple because they have the S20, and then I think they have the S20 Plus, right? And then they have the, um, what are they calling it, the S20 Pro? Or no, the S20 Ultra? Yeah. Which, uh, according to an article, according to some benchmarks, was able to just barely beat the iPhone 11 Pro at certain computers computational tasks and that phone has 16 gigs of ram whoa that's a lot of ram <laughs> for a phone yeah and the iphone has four i think it's either four or six i forget which i find it interesting that you know the the ultra does have 16 gigs of ram the iphone has like four but they're still so close that the ultra barely beats it like at certain tasks. I find that to be interesting. I do as well. I mean, it's amazing that it takes the 
them to put that much RAM for Android to be beefy enough to uh, work up against an iPhone. So could any of you guys see yourselves getting one of these phones? No. My no. My pick, I'm sorry, my, my pick at the end of the show, which is an Android device, I, I just can't get away from stock Android. <laughs> sorry. Uh, me either. Not anymore. And I still prefer my iPhone, but... You know, I, <laughs> I've i been a fan of stock Android if I had to rely on an Android device ever since I had my, um, my uh, what was that, the Nexus 4. So while I would be missing out on some interesting features by opting not to go with the Galaxy devices, I probably wouldn't be able to use them anyway. So, I mean, yeah, the phone's, I'm sure, is, you know, great. I'm sure it's... It's it's got uh, nice. I'm sure it's you know it got a nice feel. It's got nice specs and everything. But if I can't use all the cool stuff in the software, then I'm I'm not I'm not interested. You know, and that's sad because they are great phones. Yeah, you know, I just want to take this opportunity to point out, and and yes, editors, we're keeping this in the show. We have some great background audio to go with this. You know, the birds <laughs> are awesome. <laughs> so to listeners you get a, a nice relaxing uh you know ambient sound to go along with whose birds are those they're not I ours i actually hear birds i hear them i hear them they too could be mine <laughs> they might be my yours. windows are open but they're not ours yes they're mine yep they're mine <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't actually, um, <laughs> I don't actually hear the birds. But then again, this headset I'm using is not very isolating at all. It just sits on your ears. No, apparently he's like right outside my window. No, you um, can hear a lot of them. He like he wants to yeah. say hi. Oh, I mean, I know I have trees right outside, but oh, uh, it's interesting. I'm not any, okay. anywhere near on the open window. That's all. <laughs> so that's all the tweets she's getting, y'all. Again, you're welcome, Jason. From nature. Jason, way to ruin a beautiful moment, man. Of course. Just follow it at Mother Nature. <laughs> so, yeah, it. I don't know that I'd buy one of these phones either. They're they're really cool, but again, I would stay with stock Android. So, Apple. Let's move on Apple, to Apple. Apple. Apple move on Apple, to the Apple. stuff we will buy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Yeah. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> I want one. Me which, too. Which one? Doesn't the matter what it is. iPad, iPad Pro. The or iPad, the, man. Or the, or the uh, uh, MacBook Air. No, I don't want one of those. I have a brand new MacBook Pro. Why would I want one? No. Um. Well, okay, before we talk about what we want and what we don't want, maybe we should give a bit of an overview as to what they announced, aside from yeah. the fact they announced Cliff iPads notes. And, and, and MacBook Airs. <laughs> Right. iPad Pro yeah, with square camera bump and warts, um, aka lenses, <laughs> <laughs> but with lidar support. Three hundred dollar uh, keyboard case and MacBook Air, <laughs> and Mac Mini. And well, Mac Mini, yes. Yeah, and Mac Mini and new Apple Watch bands. They announced some new Apple Watch bands. I don't actually know. And the Power Beats, not yeah. the Power Beats. Oh, yeah, the they're just called Beats. the Power Beats. Mm-hmm. Um, what I find interesting, I mean, we'll 
I'll talk about the iPad just because we mentioned the iPad first. Is I totally would want to. I okay. I have a 256 gig Space Gray iPad Pro, and it's the 10.5 inch. So it's the last iPad, I think, right? That has a headphone jack. Yeah. Yep. Second generation, I believe. Um, <sighs> yeah, and it's still a great iPad. Like it's still really, really good. I love my iPad, but I would be more than willing. And it's kind of weird to say this to downgrade my storage for the new iPad Pro if I could. And the reason I say that is because the iPad Pro now starts at 128 gigs of storage. And on my 256, yeah, for 7.99. And on my 256 gig iPad, I just checked yesterday and I had like 209.56 gigs or something like that free. So I could easily (laughs) lose half my storage and still be fine plus i've got my icloud storage but that new ipad just and it's that 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 keyboard case with the uh expensive i don't necessarily want it for the built-in trackpad that it has but but it's basically the 16 inch macbook pro keyboard for the ipad yeah and it supposedly has upgraded microphones that is making me consider it Yes, it has upgraded uh, microphones, according to Apple, um, studio quality, supposedly. So I, I don't know what that really means, you know, naturally, since the Apple stores are closed and things can't really see them. But according to their website, they did talk about changes to the uh, to the microphone. So, Okay, so I wish, the one thing I wish they had done, and it's something I really wish they'd have given us a second USB-C port. Yes. Because even if you have to take my headphone jack away, seriously, honest to God, I just need another part. <laughs> okay? Just <laughs> one more. That's all I'm asking is one more <laughs> port. Give me port. Also, if I do end up upgrading my iPad, guys, it will be a momentous day. A very sad day. The last rose gold device in my house will leave. Aww. You know, that's a good point. Rose gold iPad Pro? When I was looking at the Apple Store, I don't remember seeing even a gold option for the iPad Pro. I only remember seeing silver and space gray. Really? That is correct, yes. Yeah. That's interesting. But... I forgot about that. Remember, Apple does not focus on colors in the Pro lineup. I know. They only do it in the regular lineup. In fact, that brings us to the last Apple product announced. Or the other app, one of the other ones was the MacBook Air. So, you know, the interesting thing about the MacBook Air is it starts, well, even the MacBook Air has double the storage. It starts at 256 gigs of storage for $999, I think. But um, an i3! Yeah, but according to benchmarks, that i3 supposedly is faster than the i5 of the last MacBook Air. That's what I've been hearing. Hmm. So. So that know. means that the i5 I mean, and the i7, or if there is an i7 variant, is going to just fly. That I, mean, I don't think it's going to beat, you know, the MacBook Pro by any measure, but... Yeah, but it's a comparable still. computer, because it can go up to two terabytes of space on a MacBook Air, guys. Will it go? I thought it would yes. go up to one. Two. Wow. That's a lot. I See, I love the MacBook Air form factor. I love it, but I mean, I I adore my Pro because, well, Pro. But <laughs> my first Mac was an, a MacBook Air, and, and it was so portable. And they yeah, I do like the size of it. And they put the new 
keyboard in the air as well. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't use the butterfly key switches. It uses Thank the scissors. God. And and it has the uh, force touch trackpad, I believe. Yeah, they, they've been having that. In the MacBook Air, did they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, fine. <laughs> but the one thing it does not have is a new camera. It's still using a 720p camera. Ooh. Just like my MacBook Pro. Yeah. I find that to be weird. I wonder why they don't upgrade to too at thin. least like 1080p. Too thin. Well, I suppose. There's also two USB-C ports, I believe. And uh, you could get it in three colors. You could get it in the silver, space gray, and gold. See, just give us gold in the pro stuff. Come on. It's not like I'm asking for pink. Print <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> over. And Leslie's laughing because she gets that joke. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> you and your pink. And sparkly. Pink and sparkles. Anyway, there is nothing wrong with pink and sparkly. But I will refrain from making the gag sound. <laughs> <laughs> so they also brought out the Mac Mini. And they did a few things like double the storage and I think a few other things. But I don't. they're still on the 8th gen Intel processor, guys. That's wow. And what are we on now? Tenth. Ouch. I mean, it's still going to be fast. Yeah, it's still going to be a good computer. But the thing is, is that Apple made a commitment to keeping the Pro devices and, and things like that up to date. And yeah, they did some good stuff with the storage there, but... Eh. It's not a Pro device, though. Really, if you want Pro, the, the least you got to do is iMac. Um, well, think of the Mac Mini as being used for servers. Yeah. That's really what it's used for. A lot of people use it as a server machine. All right, so the last thing that they announced were the Power Beats. Are any of you guys interested in these? I, if, if I could use them, I actually would. Um, I'm torn because according to Apple's website, or Beats website, I don't remember where it was that I saw this, and according to reviews that I've read, they have the same drivers as the PowerBeats Pro. And that is not a criticism. In fact, I'm very glad they have the same drivers as the PowerBeats Pro. Um, But I just, I don't know how I would feel about the wire that would be in between the earbuds on the the PowerBeats, because I already, you know, felt that the the case for the PowerBeats Pro were kind of bulky, and the PowerBeats Pro, of course, don't have a wire. But, I mean, I'm glad that they're... I'm glad they exist. It's, you know, going to give people very good beat sound for, I think they're one... What are they, 150? 150, which is nice. Um, They get 15 hours of battery life because of the H1 chip. Um, You only have, I think... The controls are on the right earbud, I believe. So unlike the Powerbeats, you won't have controls on both earbuds. But of course, you get all the great functionality of the H1 chip, the sound of the Powerbeats Pro. I think that's pretty decent for, you know, $159 or $150, whatever the price is. I agree. They come in a bunch of different colors. They have the same sound as the Powerbeats Pro. And they're just called Powerbeats, not Powerbeats 4 or anything, just Powerbeats. And they have 15 hours of battery, which I think is really impressive. I I wonder how that works, because, I mean, the only difference is that the 
the earbuds are connected via that wire, you know, so you're not doing double wireless earbuds. But even one of the earbud, like the 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 Powerbeats Pro, would get about nine hours of 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 use out of them for, of of playback, regardless of whether or not you're using one earbud or two. So nine hours per earbud. So I wonder how having that cable allows them to increase the battery life, or if the battery is actually a little bit bigger, or how that works. You have batteries in each one, so it's actually a little smaller in each one because you have about 7.5 hours in one, and uh, or you know. Oh, yeah. so they're in a series. I mean, they're in uh, parallel. Yeah. I did not even think of that. That is genius. So, yeah, and they sound they. I'm sure they're really good. I just can't use those because of how my ears are. I've never been able to use Powerbeats. I always try them when they come out, but I'm just going to skip these this this time because the Powerbeats Pro did not fit me. Which is sad I do because wish that the power... mine did. I love mine. I do wish that the Powerbeats had, um, or the or, or even the, like the Powerbeats Pro, even if they didn't noise cancel, I do find that I wish that you could at least have a, uh, a transparency mode of some kind. Yeah, but they're great headphones, so check those out if you want. Because they're amazing. Well, that is our perspective, bad pun, Wait. on the tech news. <laughs> Out. Out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> but we want to talk to you now about our new app called Perspective. See? Uh, Out. <laughs> to be more precise, it's called Perspective AI. And it's going to be uh, an app that will allow anyone to read text or see the objects in your environment. Basically, the whole thing to the app is is that you will get to experience the world through the perspective of your smartphone. This app is in development, and basically what it's going to do is have a lot of the same features that you've come to know and love of seeing AI, but offline where you can use face detection and all these things without having to use the internet to teach it things and things like that. The other cool thing is that there's two modes. You can use the user interface like you can with seeing AI, but also there's a mode for speech where you could talk to it like your digital assistant. So you could say, read my mail, or what does this say, or turn on live read, which is our equivalent to quick text. And all of these features will just work naturally. Uh, early tests are showing that it does consume a lot of battery, but this app is there to um, really bring out the amazing features that Apple has done through their vision framework and everything else that's included there. These guys have had some time to play with some of the features, and I'm I want to, I'm curious what you guys think of the app so far. I personally think it's a really awesome app. The interface is very straightforward and i think for those who aren't necessarily experienced technology users they're going to have a really nice time of working with the app and from what i've seen the take picture functionality is is very good and and so is the live read mode well to be fair live read will live, be really good okay live read is so good it's too good okay <laughs> <laughs> that currently it refreshes far too quickly but um that will get fixed. Yes. But the will. text it was reading right. was good. If you could comprehend 50 voiceovers at once. But, you know, such is beta life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and 
mine was. Go ahead, Jason. Well, when I was using it to scan my watch, um, it kept saying three, 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 because it kept scanning. So I didn't have like speech on top of speech. I just had it kind of, you know, make like a skipping CD for those of us who still remember what those things are. And but I mean, it was it was reading. It was it was you know when I did get it to when I was able to move the camera away, it it did seem to do a really good job at reading the text. And you know my my thoughts basically echo what Leah's. I I think that especially for some people, speaking to perspective is going to be easier maybe than looking around the interface and trying to remember the the different modes. You know the take picture, the live read, which by the way is my name for that mode. Yes, Leslie came up with the name for the app, and Jason came up with Live Read. You wanted to make it read live, which made it sound like a completely different app. (laughs) So the neat thing about this thing is it's going to have so many more features. Leslie, you've been using it for a few things, including handwriting. Yeah, and I I was really impressed with its ability to pick up the handwriting. It, it didn't pick up a lot of the words, but in comparing it to short text, it was, you know, in seeing AI, it was picking up more. Don't lie, Leslie. You just like it because it told you you were a great person. <laughs> oh, well, it yeah. did. I mean, it's kept repeating amazing person. <laughs> and that's, you know, important. But um, it, <laughs> She's trying to stay so professional. We're laughing. <laughs> Um, it really was picking up more words than short text. And so that was, that was pretty impressive. And, um, I was taking pictures a lot with it last night, um, doing it intentionally tilting it. And I'm really excited about this for the, the lack of steps, you know, that you go through to get to things because I work with so many people that can only handle so many steps in what they're doing. And um, if the fewer steps, the better for a lot of my students. So it kept catching things I didn't know about last night. Like I, I turned to my phone and uh, trying to do something else and it started reading a box across the room. And I was like, where is that? I don't even know what that's <laughs> uh, So it was, um, it's, it's really doing a great job so far. I have not uh, had a chance to test the latest version of it, but I will be doing that. Didn't Ooh, you actually so. take a picture, Leslie, of a spreadsheet um, and I compare did. it to seeing AI? Thank you for reminding something? me about that. I'd forgotten it. Um, yes, when I, um, I tested live read on a spreadsheet compared to short text, and short text read the spreadsheet column by column, uh, top to bottom, and Live Read actually read it across the way it was supposed to be read. So that was uh, very cool. And I did not pay these folks to say all these things, guys. He paid me in pizza. <clears throat> oh, wait. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being paid in podcasts then, I guess. <laughs> um, He's just appealing to my inner junkie, tech junkie. I mean, <laughs> well, I like, and like to play with toys. The one thing is, though, it does run down your battery pretty well, pretty quick. Yeah, but to yeah, be fair, like, so does... So does Google Lookout on supported phones. It's a bit of a battery drainer too, and it does some of that stuff offline as well. I think, I think Google said the only time it does um, an online connection is when you're using its uh, scene mode, 
where it'll send the image to Google servers and give you back a description. So yeah, it, it'll definitely use a lot of battery as well. So it's not just perspective. And one thing to keep in mind is eventually perspective will be able to tell you what objects are in a room. I'm not exactly sure if it's going to have an exact scene mode like seeing AI does, but it will be able to tell you what you're pointing your camera at, what objects are in the picture. It will also detect light, color, and do barcode and QR code scanning. So you can easily scan barcodes and get recipes and things like that. Um, can I talk about what I'm excited about? Sure. No. <laughs> sure. Out. Um, so, so one of the things that I was really excited about uh, with perspective is that um, if you are using, say, seeing AI to read the contents of a screen, it's going to read the whole screen to you, assuming that you are able to keep the camera stable enough that it's not rescanning. It'll read the whole screen to you. And you would then have to figure out where you are on that screen because you have no indication of where your cursor is, like what item on that screen is highlighted. And that is something that we hope to add to perspective, the ability to tell you what item is highlighted on a screen so that when you're reading it, you can actually um, navigate menus and things without having to guess. And I am really excited about that. Perspective AI is right now an iPhone-only project. However, the good news is there will be, and I repeat, there will be an Android version as well that will use Google's uh, frameworks because, again, uh, these devices have the ability to show you things just and recognize things based on what's in your phone. And so... I thought it would be great to build apps to bring those things out to let you see your phone's perspective on the world. And so they're going to have neat features that will be will be building upon, you know, building on as we go. It's going to be a great app and you'll be able to zoom in and out, you'll be able to use flash, you'll be able to um, use a tilt guidance to detect uh, how you're holding your phone. It's going to be a very dynamic app, and updates will happen often with this thing. So I'm really excited about it. There's a beta test right now. Uh, basically, the app's still on alpha, but you know we're using TestFlight for folks to try it out and give feedback as it's being developed. And uh, by the time that this podcast comes out, we should have a, um, I mean, any actual hour. At this point, we're waiting for confirmation that will go out on Twitter and all, all over the web for people to sign up to the beta. And we also have a WhatsApp group. So uh, you can head to um, our Twitter in different places to find out information about that. DM us on Twitter if you want to uh, join the beta uh, at iAccessibility1, and uh, we'll add you to the WhatsApp as well. And just really excited about this project, and I want to see the most people try it out and test it. Uh, I also failed to mention that it has shortcut. It will have shortcut support, so you could send items through perspective as a shortcut action and get them out as output. So that's really exciting. So if you want to have uh, text quickly recognized, you can send it through uh, perspective and have it recognized. So uh, there will also be file provider support. So 
You can save your files from uh, images into the files app under the perspective folder and uh, you can even use the files app to recognize files through extensions and even through Facebook and other places. It's going to be a very, very powerful app, folks, and I'm very excited to be able to bring this to everybody. See, and this is when I wish iOS was more Android-like and allowed you to have services so <gasps> the perspective could be on in the background and describe <laughs> images proactively for you. That would be so cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Except you just said some sentence that I never thought you would say, ever. Yeah, he wished it happened, yeah, well, was more like Android? Yeah, that. I, 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 I did. I done, I done said it. I have one <laughs> word for you, sir. Out. Actually, actually, y'all gave me an amazing idea. I don't know how feasible this will be, but what if there's a today widget that will allow you to copy an image to the clipboard or have the last image in your camera roll show up text in the today widget? Oh, that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. I just, I wonder how often that would be used because, I mean... I sometimes will even forget about the today view on my. Yeah, I kind of never use it very much. You know what I use my today view for the most is battery widget. Battery widget. Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. That's the only thing I use it for. There's also a a widget I use called Instats. That's amazing. That shows your um, RAM usage, your storage space, and your upload and download rate. Nerd. I forgot about Instat. So, really cool. So, I use my Today Widgets a lot. But, do you guys have any final comments about Perspective before we uh, end the show today? Um, I guess I would just say that, you know, I'm really excited about the possibilities that Perspective will provide and um, cross-platform as well. I mean, I think that's just amazing. I mean, it's... It's really interesting to discover how much information these devices can get from your camera and and microphones and things just using built-in frameworks. Like, they're not having to go out to the internet to do this, and I think that's 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 just awesome. Agreed. I'm just looking forward to where this is going to go. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this episode of the IA Cast. And to end the show, uh, as, a, as we normally do, Leslie, what is your pick for the weekend? Where can people find you online? I'm going to say that my pick for the weekend is uh, not new technology, but it's uh, my Victor Reader. Because uh, this past week, with having a lot less to do in my day, I've um, been using it quite a bit for reading books. And people can find me, uh, you can email me at leslie at iaccessibility.net. That's L-E-S-L-I-E at iaccessibility.net. You can find me on Twitter at lady underscore Lessa. And you meant the Victor stream, correct? You're not toting around one of those old Victor Reader, like, CD player things? (laughs) Oh, the the Stratus? No. (laughs) (laughs) One of them was the Stratus. (laughs) The yeah, Stratus like was the Stratus huge. and the Wave. I thought yeah. they started um, with the stream. Wow, I didn't no, know that. No, no, no. No, 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 the no. The Stratus big... is about the size of a... Um, of an NLS player. An NLS wow. book player. Yeah, 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 no, that's yeah. the one with the... That's the one with like the speaker and stuff on it, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Didn't Came know with that. like a big 
kind of seedy. Yeah. Yep. It was interesting, yep. though, because even back then you were able to speed up and slow down the tempo of speech. And, mm-hmm. of course, you know, mm-hmm. if you were playing an audio CD, you could speed up and slow down music, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, they have that and they have the Wave, which I think is the portable CD player style one. Um, I think it's the Wave. So there's all kinds of victors. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm definitely uh, talking about the stream okay. if it's in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can take it with me everywhere. <laughs> Either that or you have some big pockets. <laughs> All right. So we are not going there. <laughs> Hagrid. Um <laughs> All right. So Jason, uh what about you? Hey, we were well, doing a joint one. Uh, as that I was about to say, Aaliyah and I are sharing the same pick, so maybe we should go ahead and do our pick together. There yeah. you go. Our pick is the Google, Google Pixel, Pixel 4. 4. Anyway, it's the latest phone from Google and it's kind of grown on me i didn't want to pick it before but now it's it's growing on me it has a giant square opening in the back for the camera or a giant square you know what it reminds me of that camera square what you know those um those uh those those chocolate covered uh graham crackers it kind of reminds me of those chocolate covered graham crackers i don't get it i don't get that at all because of the way because of the way because of the way the corners are and i feel like it's about the same all right, the you same go chew size on your almost. Google graham cracker, and I'll. Okay. <laughs> but it is. It's like it's like this big flat camera square. It's not like the iPhone where you have like your three individual camera bumps. It's it's very interesting, actually. The iPhone has warts. Um, <laughs> it does. Um, yeah, but I mean, so not only is it the latest generation of phone from Google, it um, it took away the fingerprint sensor and that's kind of what i was grumpy about um me too because and i'm still a little grumpy about it because the gestures that replace it just aren't as convenient but the radar gestures Mm -hmm. for pausing especially now pausing music thank you google okay right there is there is one thing that i have loved about a samsung phone over a Google phone was the ability to magic tap a voice assistant and make the music quit. Now I can just you do a radar gesture in front of my phone <coughs> and the music should stop. And that's one except, thing that I've really, really needed. Except I can't seem to do it properly. Like I've been playing with those gestures because I was like, oh my God, they're going to be so fun, useful, neat, and awesome. Except they don't work for me anyway. And I think it's just I'm doing something wrong um, because I can skip tracks. Did you turn the pause to... track on? Hmm. You have to turn it on. Did you turn it on? Oh, In do you? Radar? I thought it was yeah. just supposed to... You got to turn it on. Oh, uh, yeah. I was doing it wrong. <laughs> 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 but, Good job. Right? I'm an iOS person. I'm sorry. Well, that being said, I am picking a Pixel just like Leah. So, And it, it really, it's just a really nice phone. Like the, We both have the Pixel 4. It's a bit of a smaller, narrower phone for me, but... Um, I <laughs> I sat down and I used it for like hours, and then I went back to my iPhone, which is a which is an 11 Pro Max. And I'm like, oh my god, this thing is like really, really huge and really <laughs> wide. And then I'll go back to the Pixel 4. And I'm like, this is really small. And then I get used to it again, <laughs> and it's gotten to the point where I'm trying to um, 
for those of you who don't know, one of the one of the things you do with TalkBack, if you want it to stop speaking, is you you cover the proximity sensor on your device. And I keep trying to do that to my iPhone to make it stop talking. Good job. Good job. Um, That's okay it's, with it is, my really with, good... with my Android phone. I would try to do the two finger single tap, and that doesn't work very well either. Yeah, that kind of doesn't. Um, but no, it really is. It's a good phone. It's it's um. I will say its microphones are kind of annoying in phone calls. It tends to switch microphones, and it sometimes makes people unintelligible. Um, I don't know why it does that, but it 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 does. Um, but it's got really good speakers. Unfortunately, they didn't keep the speaker placement from the Pixel Three. The speakers sadness. are on the. Uh... That's just utter sadness. Yeah, but there's, but they're still really good speakers. Finish your I sentence. Mean... They're on the bottom. Not on the top face yeah, of the phone. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah they're on the bottom. Um, they're on the bottom in the earpiece, just like on the iPhone. Uh, but you know they are they are really good speakers. They're really loud too. Have you noticed that? Yes. Like they are really loud, which is nice. So yeah, I do. I I I, I like I like this Pixel. You know, I still prefer the way iOS works as far as its accessibility, um, controlling screen readers and things than Android does. But that being said, it's usable. It's nice. I like it. And that coming from me should probably tell you guys a lot. Definitely. All right. What are y'all's contact info since y'all did a joint pick? You can find me producing content for iAccessibility. You can email me at Aaliyah, that's A-L-E-E-H-A at iAccessibility.net, and you can follow me on Twitter at BlindCowGirl199. And you can find me, Jason Earls, producing content for iAccessibility. You can email me at Jason at iAccessibility.net. You can search for me on Facebook, just search for Jason Earls. You can also follow me on Twitter at JDE, that's Juliet Delta Echo 91. And I do ask that if you add me to social media that you let me know that you have found me from the IACast network. All right. So my pick, anybody that knows uh, that's a gamer that is into first-person shooters will, will know and that knows me pretty well will know what my pick has to be. <laughs> uh, it is March. It is now after March 20th, the day that... Uh, People have been waiting for since November 22nd and for years before uh, that. Um, if you are a Doom fan, it is yet again time to rip and tear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doom Eternal came out, and it is just as awesome as they said it would be. Um, not as big of a game as I thought it would be. Only 39 gigabyte download, which to most people sounds ginormous. But I just deleted games off my Xbox that were over 79 and 109 gigs. So, yeah. Um, It's good. Very good story. Very good weapons. Very good gameplay. Just, well, I guess I'm probably actually going to go play it a little while after this podcast. So, Of course you are. You know, um, it's, it's great. Love it. That's my pick for this week. I'm a little sad. None of us have picked perspective. We well, can't. It's not, yeah, out, it's not yet. out. Yeah. Once it's out, well, though, true. Quit jumping the gun. Out. <laughs> I just want to make sure the that you can pick it first. 
So if you want to get in contact with me, you can. Uh, I produce content for iAccessibility. You can email me at Mike Doeys. That's M-I-K-E-D-O-I-S-E at iAccessibility.net. I'm Mike Doeys on Twitter, Michael Doeys on Facebook, and you can find me at my website, michaeldoeys.com, and all over the web. So uh, just search for me, and I will answer any questions you may have about perspective and help you get in the beta in the WhatsApp group. So this has been a great episode of the IA cast. Thank you guys so much for being here. Um, thank you, everybody on the stream. We had a big group, good-sized group today, so it's really awesome. And uh, I really appreciate everything uh, you guys have done, all the, of our editors and people that are on the show. So thank you. And uh, we have some cool content coming up, uh, some unboxings, some new podcasts, and all kinds of stuff. So stay tuned for that, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. This show has been brought to you by the IACast Network. We love hearing from you. Email us at feedback at iaccessibility.net. Got Twitter? Follow us at iaccessibility1. Facebook? Search for iaccessibility. Download our free apps for iOS and Android and keep up with all of our content at iaccessibility.net. If you'd like to donate to our show, hit the PayPal button on our website and get early access to our outtakes with a donation at patreon.com slash iacast. Thanks for listening. Copyright 2020. iAccessibility, LLC.